Practical Love Tips. The Love Exchange Podcast is hosted by Charlie and Kenya, a husband and wife duo. Today, join us to talk about life, love, and relationships, and everything in between. You are listening to another hour of the Love Exchange Podcast. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Love Exchange. Um, We'd like to thank you again for joining us for week seven. Um, we hope that you enjoy everything leading up to today's episode. So we have a special episode um, tonight. We have two young men joining us that I love to call my boys. Um, we have my sons, Kanye and Cameron, joining Mommy and Daddy in the studio tonight. So we're going to do a special episode because today is Children's Day. So we thought that we would bring them along to um, kind of join us for some input because we are a lifestyle channel, right? We talk about love, life, and everything in between. So family is everything in between, but it's all three really because, you know, without family, you wouldn't have love, life, or anything. So um, we have them in the studio with us tonight. So moving along to this week's unpopular opinion, who wants to go first? So, on today, June the 10th, just being removed from the NBA Finals come Friday, oh, last Friday. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I got my Stephen A. cap on today, and I've been in a constant argument with my son since the NBA Finals began. And when uh, he somehow supposedly thinks that LeBron James is the GOAT, I most certainly do not. Uh... Because LeBron is the big guy. Now, don't get me wrong. His talents are great and far beyond what I could ever do. But I just don't think he nowhere uh, compares to Jordan. He may be the greatest player of this generation, but Jordan will always be the GOAT to me. And that is my unpopular opinion. Any rebuttals to that, guys? Anybody want to say something? Um, Actually, I think LeBron is the GOAT because... LeBron can carry his team, and Michael really couldn't. If you really see, if you really see the statistics, yeah, statistics, you actually see that Michael, Michael averaged thirty points a game, while LeBron can average almost forty to thirty-two points a game in the playoffs. So when you really think about it. LeBron was more clutch in the playoffs more than Michael Jordan. Well, it would be because LeBron, if you look at it, LeBron didn't have a team at all by his side. But Michael had Steve Kerr, uh, uh, Scotty. He had Tony Kukoc, Dennis Rodman. Um, he, had a, he, he had a whole bunch of all-stars on his team, just like today Warriors. Which brings me to another fact that, that LeBron was bound to uh, – Lose this NBA Finals because the Warriors are basically a super team, and nobody can say that LeBron was the LeBron was the person that started the super team trend because LeBron didn't really go to a, a super team. His team was just good, but but anyway, yeah, that's why I think LeBron James to go. 
Well, well, he is most certainly my child. He comes with clarifying information when somebody challenges him. So, Cam, what you got to say about Are you a Warriors fan or a Cavs fan? Okay, so go ahead. As Charles Barkley said, one of the ESPN, ESPN you know, hosts, he said there is no comparison between the Cavaliers MVP and Jordan. Why is that? Because there really isn't. They're both, they're both actually, as you know, they're both actually one of the, both are one of the greatest players to actually walk on the court alongside of many other people. So you're telling me if, if they are the greatest players on the court, I mean, anybody can be the greatest player. So I mean, you can compare Clay Thompson to LeBron James. Can you? No, because Clay Thompson's not an all-around player. He's just a shooter. Like Steph Curry. The only person that you can compare to LeBron James or Kevin Durant. Uh, who else? Kevin Durant. You can compare Tim Duncan to LeBron in the 07 finals. And I know the Spurs won. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. But um, what else in conclusion about our unpopular opinion this week? Does anyone have anything to conclude? Because it does not seem as if we're going to come to a um, general temperature around here as far as LeBron and him being the GOAT or his comparisons to MJ. I personally just feel both of them are talented. They're, you know, two very different people who um, the only thing that they share, in my um, unbiased opinion, is that they play the same sport. So, but it's I'm neither here or there. I don't have a dog in the fight. I am not much of a basketball girl. I am a football girl. So I just, you know, join, watch because it takes over my household. And I am um, happy that the NBA Finals are over. I was sad to see that the, the Cavs lost four games straight. However, I'm happy to see that it's over because now I have a little bit of quietness in my household. Not for long, no. Not for long because football will be here, but like I said, at least I like football. Moving on to a more serious topic. Um, this week, I don't really have an unpopular opinion. I just have a statement. Um, this week, two celebrities took their own lives um, due to whatever reason. We really don't know what was going on with the um, world traveling chef that took his life. What was his name? Anthony, Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. And um, earlier in the week, uh, fashion designer Kate Spade took her life. We kind of have a little bit of information or speculation into what led her to do so. Um, that is really not... I mean, it's really hard when you hear people that you see and you think, you know, they appear to be doing so well and people, you know, are going through things. They take their own lives. Um, I won't go into too much detail on this episode, but I do plan that, you know, discuss in other future episodes. Um, I've experienced and had issues with anxiety and depression in the past. And I, although I haven't been to a spot in my life where I thought or contemplated taking my life, um, those days when you have episodes, those days are very, very heavy. Um, you, you really have to work and, and, and be um, 
engaged into really just going about your normal day. It almost feels like, you know, you're paralyzed by those depressive and um, anxious feelings when you go through and those of you who have anxiety or have had, you know, depression or maybe currently going through depression. My advice to you, you know, and I'm not a professional, I'm just giving you my personal advice from, you know, someone who has experienced it. Um, and I experienced it alone. I really did not share it a lot because of my own, you know, reasons. I just felt like that was a journey that I needed to go through by myself. And I really didn't talk to anybody about it for obvious reasons. Because a lot of people aren't ready to for you to divulge that kind of information to them. So it really wasn't something that I talked about. So, um, flash forward to now, I am in a much, much better place. I've learned to adapt to my anxiety attacks. I've learned to meditate and, and find coping mechanisms to get through that, but I don't feel that there is a need to hide stuff like that. And they may have not went through anything similar to, to, to what I went through to cause that, but I just pray that if anybody is going through anything, talk to someone um, as, as Christians, sometimes we think that we have to go and lay all of that stuff on the altar and not talk to a professional. It is completely fine to do so. Um, you can call me non-traditional, whatever you want to do. But we have lost too many people because they don't feel like they have the support in the church that they go to. Um, I don't feel that in my church, but I have talked to people that feel like they can't just go to somebody in their church without judgment. We are, um, it's not a scar on your body that you can never get rid of. You can heal from it, but you need to seek the help. And if you contemplate suicide, please contact someone at the suicide hotline. Talk to someone online. Call them over the phone. Um, call a friend, a family member. But if you don't want to share that information with somebody that you know, get someone on the phone and talk to them. You are not alone, and this is not the end. All right, all right. So we're going to move right on. Take a quick little break. Tonight's episode is dedicated to family and love and everything in between. What should we topic this episode? Or should we wait till the end of the episode and maybe pick something that we say and we pull a topic? What should we topic it? Anybody? Um, we'll see at the end of the episode. So yeah, I think that's best. Just going to get ready to all right, so like I said, good stuff tonight. We have two guests in the studio, and they're actually not new to the podcast. They've been around since the beginning, of course, because they live here rent-free in our household. Um, Kanye is our engineer producer in training, Ooh. and Cameron, whoop, whoop. Cameron is our social media manager in training, so he's in charge of social media posts. He's in charge of coordinating stuff for social media posts. This is a labor of love for the entire family. So we're making things happen. We hope that you guys are along for the ride. This is We're going into almost month two, month three, um, seven episodes because there was a couple of things here and there where we had to take you know some time off in between. But we're back, and we hope to bring you good stuff each and every week. And let's see, who wants to go first? How is it balancing life, love, and everything in between 
as a teenager. I kind of want to talk to you, Kanye, because you're our teenager in the household. And it's, sometimes it's so difficult to kind of get things out of teenagers because you feel, you know, you have these teenage feels, And we totally respect it. So tell us about balancing family stuff. And just talk to us. Talk to the people. Because there are other teenagers out there. There are other parents out there that would love to know just how do you feel that we do as balancing everything. And what are some, some of the feedback that you think that we can hear? Don't hold back. We're wanting to help somebody and we're also wanting to help ourselves. So what, what do you think about it? It's Children's Day. Let's get your opinions on things. What are some things that you want to talk about? Um... Just talk about family, um, love. First, what is your definition? This is what I want to start doing with everybody that joins our show. First, give me your definition of love. What is your personal definition of love? Showing affection to someone. Okay. Like a family member or or somebody that you love. Okay, okay. All right, so with that definition, do you think that sometimes people that you love are hard to love or does it come easy for you? It's in between. Okay, why do you think so? Because sometimes, sometimes you might have to gain like some of respect or... Or trust or something like that, and 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 they might still love you, but but you don't think they love you, and that's the hard part. And the easy part is someone that 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 just trust you, and they buy you anything you want, like somebody that's spoiled, and yeah, that's pretty much. Oh, it. that was petty. You looked at your brother. Why you talking about your brother? <laughs> that was petty. Okay, so that's how we doing it. All right, so we're gonna be our full blown self tonight. No bars, no no holding back. No All right, so I heard you when I was listening to you, right? And I was listening to you to hear what you had to say and understand it. And I and one thing stood out to me when you said respect. Let's go back to that. Let's go back to the respect part. When you talk about respect, you know, as a child, there's no there you you have to respect your parents right because we're your parents you have to respect your elders right because you're a child so when you mention respect can you kind of elaborate on that and give me some more supporting details behind what you were talking about or where you were going with that um my definition of respect is somebody that that likes how you somebody that likes how you work or as other people say, like 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 how you hustle or something, and basically just like the stuff that you do, and they respect you for it. Okay, so if someone asks you, what do you most respect out of your mother and father? What would you say? Individually, not together, but individually. So we would start off. What we what do you respect most about your father? Um, I thought he kind, and he's funny, and he's fun. He's, 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 he's okay. fun. What would you respect most about me, your mother? 
Uh, my mama, she she's kind. She is she soft hearted, and she is. She soft hearted. I am. Mm -hmm. Let the man speak about it. And she's fun and she likes the kind of music. <laughs> Y'all do? She like good music. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's cool. Cool to hear. So, I mean, respect, you know, in the reciprocity of giving and receiving, we respect that you are an intelligent young man. Um, you still have respect to earn because we, you know, you're our child and we earned our respect from you by bringing you on this earth. So, we respect that you are a kind-hearted young man. You're very intelligent. What do you have to add, Dad? Um, he's very uh, easygoing, very soft-hearted. He's just—he's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's just, a good kid. You know. And it's amazing to watch like this transition. Everybody has been prepping me for the Big Thirteen. Um, for about a year or two, I have friends and co-workers that have been through the 13 and everybody's been telling me there's going to be this shift and you know, of course there was a slight shift, but I'm learning and I'm respecting the teenagehood and you know, as long as you know that we're here for you, right? We want to respect your space and give you the opportunity to find yourself, but mom and dad is here for you so if anything you would ever want to talk about and we've talked about this just not on we talked about this outside of recording um but just in the spirit of this conversation again i'd like to reiterate and i'm sure that dad agrees that we're here the times ahead for you eighth grade on up high school is going to be eventful it's going to be different you're going to be learning a lot of things so just keep your head in the game know that you have a goal at the end of everything and work towards it Make those short-term goals, conquer those. Make those long-term goals, conquer those. And before you know it, you'll be getting prepared to pick college out. And we'll be very excited. All right, so. Just, I just got one thing. Just um, like your mom said earlier while we was in church, just uh, I always be a leader and there will be a follower. I tell y'all that all the time. I always be a leader. Yeah. Yeah, so before we move on to our munchkin, our little one, which is not, he's not much younger, he's 11, so he's almost there. I just like to say that I always try to reiterate to you guys and, and pour positive things into both of you because I want you to have a mindset of a winner. It took me almost 32 years to have that mindset. Although, when I was younger, I thought I had a mindset of a go-getter, but then there was that little bit of doubt. And if you don't have a 100% mindset of winning, then that little bit of doubt can creep in and overpower you. So, you want to have a 100% mindset that I'm a winner. I'm here for a reason. I deserve it. I'm a king. I'm a leader and not a follower. And all things work for my good. Never forget that wherever you go in this world, okay? Alright, so Cameron, what would your definition of love be? Love means that you're showing affection and you're, you show emotion to a loved one or person that you love. Okay, okay. So, and also what would your definition of respect be? Respect is showing how... How much 
you love them, how much you care for them, and that's really it. Okay. So, in the spirit of what we asked your brother, what do you respect most about dad? I respect most about dad is how he is the funny one. The funny one out of y'all too. No, no disrespect. <laughs> what? He also, he also, we also share like the same, the same kind of sports and football. And I like how, I like how he's always the one that always jump in or something, have fun. Like how we would play Madden together, play on the game together. And the most that I like about Mama is, is how that she will make funny jokes at wrong times. Like really, we'll be we'd be somewhere have have fun, and then she talking about something else. And everybody will start laughing and hanging their head. Kanye mm -hmm. knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I get most of my most of my inheritance from my mom, as everybody else would say. As in your intelligence and your spoken word voice, because you're awesome. In case nobody's told you, keep up the great work. Um, we're very proud of you. Um, you've grown into your own little person. You have your own little personality, and we um, are absolutely obsessed with the both of you. And we love you guys so much. So, um, we're going to conclude your part of the podcast before me and Dad jump into more topics about family and how do we balance our family in um, our relationship. Do you have anything that you'd like to say to everyone before you leave? Um, the last thing I want to say is. Uh, love all family, good or bad, and and love your closest family members like your mom, your dad, or your brother, or grandma, j j just your closest relatives. Love everybody, everybody in the world, and also love everybody like God, God put in the Bible, and love. Love everyone you know because you don't know where any, where anyone is going or you don't know when they're going to be gone. We love everybody else and enjoy the Love Shane podcast. All right. Thank you, guys. We love you. Happy Children's Day. Thank you for joining us. You know, go do something constructive around the house, not destructive. Thank you. All right, all right. So um, we wanted to come and kind of bring it back. Um, we, we thank our little guests um, for joining us tonight. And um, they're just amazing kids, and we're very proud of them. Um, so we just want to keep the thing, keep it going, um, and talk about some of the things that we do to kind of balance everything because both of them, although it is the summer, they're very busy children. They keep us very busy. Um, we try to keep the you know we try to keep um, them busy and you know an idle mind. We all know it. It what happens after that. 
So we don't want anybody just thinking that the summer is the time to kind of put your mind on pause and forget about what we've learned in school because that is not the case. Yeah, that is not the case, so we most certainly want to keep them busy and keep them learning because um, learning, education is power, and without that, we are powerless in today's world, um, so we want to keep them um, in the know. So, how do we balance these things around? How do we, because after all, we still want to make sure that we give attention to our children, we come home from, we work full-time jobs, we have all these other things going on in life, but we still kind of bring it back to what's important and we balance the kids. So, what are some of the things that you do to keep up with football and the army and church and family and calendars and going to this meeting, going to that meeting? How do, we, how do you keep up with all of that? Uh, basically, it's really a juggling act, just trying to stay above water. And so a lot of times it's uh, a lot of, I ain't going to say sleepless nights, but it's a lot of late nights and just trying to be able to talk to your spouse whenever you come in from those events that you're coming in from and, you know, just trying to get by from day to day. It's a lot of managing, time managing uh, skills that we have to work out, so. Yeah, because although my dominant language is acts of service, my secondary language is um, just spending time. So, you know, if your spouse or significant other is one of those people that likes to spend a lot of time, like myself. Um, I don't want to smother him, but I still like for us to make time every day, especially on those times when we've both had long days. There's nothing better, you know, to fill your love bank up with um having to we're having to you know like just wind down and talk and, and and you know decompress and whether it's talking about your day or whatever you just need to find the time and that always comes at the end of the night or sometimes after dinner um because primarily we want to make sure that we have that family meditation time with our children, we want to talk to them, ask them about their day during the school year, and even during the summer, you know, with them being in camp, now we, you know, want to start asking them about their day, just to be in the know, and let them know that we care, and we want to hear about them, because there's nothing worse than being a child, and you're wanting to share stuff with your parents, and they shoo you off, we never want to have that type of relationship with our children, I'm always on pins and needles, I'm excited, to hear about their day, I always wonder, like, what are my boys going through at school? What do they have to talk about? So I'm always wishing that they have something. Not that I'm wishing that it's bad, but I'm here for them, you know, either way. So that's just something, you know, in addition to what Charlie does. So what I do to balance all of that is I'm the calendar queen. I have a calendar in my office. I have calendar active on my phone. Sticky notes. I'm a planner queen. I'm a happy planner girl. I got this big old nice planner that I write things in. So no matter what I'm doing that day, if I'm I'm not missing out on something, there's a band meeting here. There's a football meeting here. There's a football practice. We keep up with that. And usually I'm the one setting up those meetings on the calendar. And thanks to um, technology, I can tag Charlie in them and keep him in the know because he's not setting up no meetings on his cell phone. Unless I am setting them up. 
don't, you don't, don't have to because you remember. I do remember. <laughs> That's another story for another day. <laughs> well, I do. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we're going to move right on along from that. You just have to, you know, keep yourself organized. In, in, in chaos, you cannot thrive. You know, I used to tell Charlie a long time ago, like, chaos is my organization. But I was always late for stuff. I would always forget stuff. I would always lose stuff. You cannot thrive in, um, you cannot thrive in an organization. If things are all over the place, or if you don't write stuff down or put it in a calendar, once you get a certain age, gray hair starts showing and stuff. Not that I know anything about that. Yeah, that's um, like you have to, you know, put stuff on paper so you won't forget it. And then we're very busy. Like, I, I might be a victim of mom brain every now and then, but not all the time. But I'm proud to say that I live by my calendar. When people invite me to things that I plan on going, it's on my calendar. Because if it does not make it to my calendar, guess what? I'm not going. So that's just one of the things that we do to make time. So and then it, in a relationship, respect, you know, point of it. Uh, we always want to draw back to being positive and how to embrace and, you know, grow in our relationships. We try to go on dates. We yeah. don't have time yeah. to do it once a week, yeah. but we do it once a month. At least once a month. And then we have little, you know, times at home when we're really, like, together off to ourselves. We may watch a movie. You know, if the boys is in the bed already, we may watch a movie and, you know, relax and listen to some music or something like that. But um, once you get your kids to a certain age, don't don't be down to yourself if you don't always get to date once, you know, once a week. Just try to get it in at least once a month. Not get it in as and get it in, but get it in as and get a date in. <laughs> but, you know, whatever happens out there, hey, that's on you. So, dating once a week. We've already talked about the calendar and we, you know, make sure that we get everything written down and around the house so we don't forget. Then so another something that, that I think that, you know, uh, I also coordinate to the calendar is that, you know, the, the family time, which we, we try to do at least twice a week, right? At least twice to just be together as a family. Yeah, as a family, we're always doing things. We incorporate little family nights and some Thursdays, like every other Thursday. We'll, instead of me cooking dinner here at the house, we'll go to our favorite restaurant or we'll let the kids pick, um, you know, what they want to eat and we'll go out. We make plenty of time as a family, but what I was talking about is just you and me. Yeah, I understand. So I was just saying, like, as a family and with the family dynamics, so. Yeah, so I always wonder, like, people who have very active households that have more than two children, because we only have the two, and, and we're often quite busy, and then people who have more children that have them engaged in a lot of activities, like, it must be absolutely insane around the house, but that still does not, it's, it's not an excuse for you if you're in a relationship, if you're married, or if you're dating, it's not an excuse for you to just put everything to the back burner, right? People always say, well, I'm not going to do anything until my kids get out the house. It's all about them right now. It's about everybody. Right. Because you can't go back and get that time that you've lost dating in your relationship. And then you get your kids out the household. They moved on to life. And then you have this stranger in your house that you really don't even know because you haven't really you took the time out to date and talk and stuff. And you've been married and the years have just been passing by. 
So that's a reason, a really important reason as to why it is so important to, you know, never let the relationship dynamic get to the point where you forget to date or you forget to just, if you can't go out for whatever reason, at least once a month, have some time where you have just a dinner or a brunch or a breakfast, the two of you, you know, carve some time out um, and, and make it happen. If you really want things to happen, it can happen. And, you know, you have your house. Shut off a room and have a romantic dinner. Figure some things out. There are ways to it. It, it won't just fall out of the sky. You got to put some thought into it and figure out what works best for you. All right. So another thing that we do around the house, not so much pertaining to us, the two of us, but just for family to like get some core family time in. Sometimes we'll sit around and we don't have TVs on. So for our um. We'll just turn everything off and talk. Um, typically, that does not happen a lot around here, but we do it. Because, you know, we always try to engage with our children every day. So, if we don't do the one hour, no screen, no no electronic stuff, we'll just, you know, talk throughout the week. And in in, in closing for me, just to bring everything full circle, it's, it's very rewarding um, to me. We, we started our family pretty early um, on, as you guys know, if you've listened to episode one, nice to meet you. You know that we had, we got married very young. We <laughs> started our family off very young. So this has been a learning period for us. Um, I think that we're in a learning curve with parenting. I wouldn't say that we have this all mapped out. But we do the best that we can. <laughs> we do the best that we can for our family. Um, we have two very bright young men. They're completely polar opposites. Kanye is a reserved, you know, very intelligent child. He's very reserved and shy. And Cameron is a social um, butterfly. He does not meet a stranger. He no often, uh, we, I mean, he, he is not a stranger to anyone. He's, he's intelligent, but he's the one that is the talkative one. He's the one that's the defensive one. He's going to be the one that's going to throw hands. And Kanye is going to be the one that's going to try to talk things out. So they're very, very different. They remind us so much of the two of us. Um, Kanye being like his dad, um, meek and, and quiet and kind. And Cameron being um, like his mom, quiet, kind, and sweet. <laughs> Uh, are the complete opposites of those things that which I just said. What was the last? Um, because you often say that we are not as kind as you two are. However, I don't think that's true. Um, but we just have the, we don't like we don't tolerate much when it comes to foolishness, and that's just what it is. You know, there are two type of people in this world, and we're the other type. So, um, this is a little bit different from our usual topics, um, but we just wanted to celebrate family and all things we love on today because it's Children's Day. We celebrated the children at church. It was so heart-pleasing to celebrate children that have made successes throughout the school year. When you turn on the news and all you see are school shootings and things that are very tragic, it does my heart well to see children thriving. And, and, you know, making the best of what they have, doing things to make their lives better for the good. Um, and I encourage them 
or I try to encourage them in my life. And, you know, you never know who you're a role model for. I may not be a role model for anyone or I may be a role model for several people. I just try to live my life as if somebody is um, it's inspiring to be as I am one day. So I try to treat people with respect and kindness because respect and kindness is what I want back from the universe. So I put those things out there so that I can um, get them in return. It's always good to be good to somebody. People just need an a encounter, a nice encounter. We never know what someone's going through. Like we talked about earlier in the early parts of the episode, you never know what somebody's going through. Be a nice encounter for somebody. I challenge each and every one of our listeners, um, well, no matter where you are, the next encounter, no matter how you feel, if you're having a good day or a bad day, the next encounter, I challenge you after you listen to this episode, Make it a good one. Make it one that will change somebody's day and change somebody's life and the way they feel about themselves. A hug, encouraging words, something that will be pleasing to someone. And, and that's pretty much what I have in closing. Love someone today. Love someone tomorrow and love someone every day afterwards. What you got? In my closing, I just want to say, um, <clears throat> take time not to, you know, just spend with your your spouse and uh, your kids and stuff like that. You know, uh, a lot of times uh, my dad, he worked a whole lot and he showed us how to work a lot. So uh, he did spend time with us and that's something that I want to just carry over with my kids too. So, uh, yeah, love, love somebody like my wife said. Alright, so this has been the conclusion of episode 7. We hope that something was said throughout this episode um, to help you enrich your life. Um, again, like we always say, this is completely a labor of love. We want to facilitate conversations on how to build healthy, happy relationships, no matter what it may be. Your family dynamic, your, in, your significant other, your work dynamic, your dynamic with your friends, and whomever you may come in contact with, my goal is to help you have a positive interaction and to help the person on the other side of that encounter have a positive interaction as well. So, again, thank you for joining us. We're happy to have you. If you have any questions, get the information at the end of the episode, and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to join us weekly here on the Love Exchange Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at the Love Exchange Podcast and email us at Kenya at loveexchangepodcast.com or charlie at loveexchangepodcast.com with topics or questions.